You're listening to Dig to Win, the podcast that levels up your e-com game and inspires you to adopt a winning entrepreneurial mindset. Here are your hosts, Michael Fennick and Jamie Paros. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Dig to Win podcast. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Jamie Paros. Jamie, welcome to the show, mate. Welcome, mate. Yeah, another show, episode six. Welcome to everybody out there. Love bringing this to you every week. Uh, dropping it on a Friday is pretty cool before the weekend, Michael. I think that was a not really intentional, but um, it's kind of worked its way into being a little bit of a thing now where we drop this thing on a Friday morning and people can have it listen before they recharge for their weekend. So just as we say at the start of every podcast, love doing it. And uh, love bringing you the value that we bring in 20 minutes or so uh, to everyone's lives out there who's listening. Thanks for the reviews. And uh, we're going to keep doing this. It's awesome fun. Mick? Yeah, we've been um, having some really good feedback as well. And um, for those of you who haven't uh, subscribed, um, feel free to subscribe on you know Apple Podcasts, Google, um, even Spotify. I think you can, you can subscribe there as well. And, and when you subscribe, you get a notification to say, hey, there's a new show out, Dig to Win and you can get stuck into it. So speaking of getting stuck into it, we've got a great show. And Jamie, after this, we're going to bring some awesome, interesting information. The Dig to Win, Ecom Intel. So welcome to the Ecom Intel. Michael, we've had a couple of discussions this week, been interesting, uh, and some data that we've had come across our tables and our desks that is, is um, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool data, and we wanted to bring it to everybody and have a chat about it. So what we've had a look at, and I'm just going to go into it straight off the bat, is not sure if how many people know this, but as far as Amazon sellers are concerned and, and Amazon accounts, Amazon have reported that there's about a million accounts, new accounts created each year. That's for sellers. This is not for buyers, you know, people out there buying things on Amazon. This is people selling things on Amazon. People like us, me, you, everyone out there, you know, some of our listeners. That is an extraordinary amount of accounts that people come onto the platform for to want to create their own uh, private label or, you know, all sorts of arbitrage, which is, you know, getting products and on-selling them, all different types of accounts. But majority of them, I would say, is people having a crack at this private label gig, right? Now, out of those a million accounts each year, Michael, um, there is obviously the growth year on year. So you've got a million accounts, then you've got two million accounts, then you've got three million. Like there's there's consistently growth coming into the Amazon seller space. But the interesting data that we found this week was every year, a million accounts no longer sell. Wow. So you've got a million accounts being started but also a million accounts no longer selling each year. Now, for me, that's pretty mind-boggling, right? That's that's a big number. The thing is, right, what we really want to talk about here is I feel, you feel, we've had some lengthy discussions around this, Michael, that this could be a race to the bottom you know, for many people if you think about the stats and where you sit in those stats. We try and deter that. We try to steer people away, teach them the right things, bring our experiences to the table. And you know what? We don't know everything, but we try and give people a leading hand because we see what it looks like for someone to stop selling and why it happened. 
So before I really get into a my thoughts on it, Michael, what do you, what's your take on a million accounts being no longer activated and and selling anymore? So one million accounts start selling on Amazon, and one million accounts are not selling on Amazon twelve months later. It's a very very interesting scenario or situation to to digest. Look, what that tells me is that potentially there's a lot of people getting sucked into the laptop lifestyle. You know, there's there's um, potentially people are getting sucked into those, you know, those shots on the beach with the laptop in front of the Lamborghini, et cetera. And my opinion is that potentially people are looking at Amazon and FBA fulfilled by Amazon as a way of getting rich quick. Now, if you've got that attitude of coming in, I want to get rich quick, minimal amount of work, maximum return, you are going to get well and truly burnt big time because Amazon is a game of one percenters and you've got to get every facet of your business right. And for these people to jump on, try it and leave, I don't think they're in this to run it as a long-term business. I think this is something they want to try and see if it works. And if it doesn't, they're out. Exit stage left. So is it fair to say you talk about it, we talk about it? Um, We talk about doing the Amazon apprenticeship, right? And is this a fair comment that if you've been around the sun once and you've done this for a year or two, and you may have picked up a few things that you might do differently and you start over again. Because we're seeing a lot of people just dip their feet in the water, so to speak, and then have another go. And when they have another go, they've been around the sun, they know a few things, they're, they're qualified. They're then qualified. Let's, let's, call, let's use the word qualified. Um, but do you think that these people, these million sellers that aren't, let's call it qualified, are just uncapitalized, uneducated, you know, you spoke about getting sucked into the dream, the laptop lifestyle, the laptop on the beach and the resort and this and that. And you know what? Selling on 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 an in in an e-com um, environment and being up, you can do that from anywhere as long as you've got internet. But it's very easy to be caught in that dream and like you said, not take it as a serious business because it's not easy. We know it's not easy. It's a hard gig. But the ones who succeed are the ones who are prepared to do the work. That's what I see because there are some massive success stories around us every day, Michael, every day. There's a massive success story. We hear, we get messages sent, I'm killing it. I'm doing this and and the screenshots and, and just the joy that people are facing after the hard work. But we know exactly what's gone into get that result. Yep. So... Mate, I just hope people understand that the odds are stacked against you if you aren't doing this with the right intention. Yep. I, I think I think in in the data that you retrieved, I think the the, the number of FBA sellers on Amazon hovers around the two million um, seller mark every year, but it goes up and down, up and down, but it hovers around the two million. Another thing that that comes to mind in regards to a million new sellers and then a million new sellers leave or stop selling on Amazon, you you touched on it before. You know, 
If you've done your apprenticeship, what that means is you've launched a product, you made heaps of mistakes, you probably lost money, but you know the power of what you're involved with, with in terms of partnering with Amazon and letting them ship all your products out. You think, wow, if I get this right, this is gold. So the people that leave, the million people that leave every year, they don't want it bad enough. They're not entrepreneurial because, look, you and I both know, as an entrepreneur, you're going to get the wind kicked out of your guts at some stage and you can either stay down and not play or get back up, dust yourself off and go again, knowing that potentially you're going to get kicked in the guts again. So maybe the million the million people that are leaving is just an indication that they just maybe not, they don't have what it takes to, to win this gig. How many sellers do you know, Jamie, that are killing it right now, but they've had an absolute disaster out of the gates when they first started? I know heaps. Oh, oh, heaps. It's it's the growing pains. It's it's learning the gig. You know, um, I think it just comes with the territory of, uh, and you you called it like having an Amazon apprenticeship under your belt. Um, that's that's sometimes what's going to happen. Now, I just hope people aren't starry eyed and can start seeing through the BS of some of these proclaimed gurus. You know, I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand it when you see people spruiking how easy this gig is when it's not you know it's just a grab this grab this thing and just whack it on amazon and start selling and you create all this wealth it just doesn't happen like that it's a it's a legit business model that can really work it can really work and we see it every day with the people who want to do the work but as soon as something gets tough they bail now the 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 figures say that you know one third of all seller accounts are not active at the end of the year. That's that's millions of accounts, according to Amazon. This is this is from Amazon. This is not us making it up. So, why did people succeed, and why didn't people succeed? That's the question. Well, I think it's um, either a they've put their hand on the right product from the gate and got lucky, or b they've got they've got drive. They've been hit early on got back up and went again and then they got success. But what's the lesson mate? Yep. What what can we what juice can we extract from that figure for the people on their walks down the beach training, listening to us at home relaxing? What's the what can we pull out to light the fire into the bellies of our listeners? Cuz what I'm seeing or hearing or I suppose examining is that You've got a million people a year wanting to come into this gig. So there's a million people that look at this and go, far out, this would be awesome because they're thinking about the end result. Great product, selling, making money, right? So does that give our listeners the drive to go, you know what? I am in an unbelievable business model. I've just got to keep on going because if you never give up, you're always going to succeed. Like what's the juice we can extract? I think the juice is that um, there's a couple of things I thought of when you're speaking then. One is how do you sift through the noise, Michael? Because, you know, one thing is education, right? We always need to learn about what we're doing. Where do you go for that? You know, I'm not saying you go to us. I'm not saying you go to anyone else, but it's there's so many things out there. This is what makes it difficult. Where do you go to learn the right methods? You have to learn this thing at some point, whether it's on your own on YouTube or whether or not you do someone's course or listen to somebody. 
or get involved with masterminds or join Facebook groups and do whatever. You have to consume information. Where you get that from has to resonate with you in a way that you have to have a BS radar, very prominent BS radar. You need to. Another thing is you need to understand that this is like starting a business, bricks and mortar, or you know, starting a business from scratch. I think about all these people and their businesses off e-com and how much effort and time and um, capital goes into starting a business like that, a bricks or mortar or you know, um, whatever it may be, a real estate business, whatever it is, there is time, energy devoted to that. And you just can't take for granted that this Amazon e-com online laptop lifestyle thing is just something that you just do and it gets going and it's set and forget. And it's easy to get in and you just pick a product and you send it to Amazon and then you start selling it and the next thing you're a millionaire drinking pina coladas. It just doesn't, it's not like that. You have to give it the same respect as you would with any other business. As soon as the problem is though, Michael, as soon as people start tapping into time away from maybe their family because it's a side hustle or a side business or extra energy needed or extra capital needed, gets scary. You're not used to it. Gets scary. So yeah. I, I just think people really need to respect the business more than what they're doing now and treat it like a full-on proper business like you would with any other thing that you were doing or any other niche that you're in, a la business, real estate, gardening business, accounting firm, whatever. You've got to give it the respect it deserves. Wow, mate. Well said. Um, Look, at the end of the day, everyone listening at home, um, there's a million people starting, there's a million people giving up, and you've got to ask yourself the question, if you're struggling right now, are you going to give up? I'll leave that thought with your heads in your head. So we'll be back right after this. The dig to win, fire up fuel. All right, everybody. My favorite part of the week, fire up fuel, Michael. I love this segment. We're getting messages about this segment. It really brings um, some inspiration and motivation, I hope, to everybody out there. And, you know, people are saying, oh, I love the fire up fuel. This week's a really good one. I um, have have spent the last week, and I know you have too, Michael, doing some absolute crazy hours because we need to go, right? We need to go as entrepreneurs sometimes. Sometimes it's great to just chill for a couple of days and just recharge and this and that, but sometimes you get days on end where you just need to go, and you've been doing it, I've been doing it this last week, and so that's why that's the topic of this fire up fuel. The things that we see in common traits in entrepreneurs that make it in this game, in whatever you're doing as an entrepreneur, is freakish work ethic. Now, I don't want to sit here and advocate that it's great to be up till one or two o'clock in the morning doing work because that kind of is not what it's all about, right? We all want to have our time and do what we want to do in our own terms, but you need to be able to find that freakish work ethic and that extra gear when it's needed. If you don't, you're going to be struggling in this game. Michael, any thoughts on that before we move to the next point? Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, you and I are working on some really large projects that are involving multiple teams. And you, you know what's funny? Like, I know there is the word work ethic, but when I find myself on a Zoom at five in the morning or late at night, 
I don't see it as work. I just see it as part of the process and we just need to get stuff done. So look, you know, if you think about your Facebooks and Instagrams and all these unbelievable global billion dollar businesses, they don't get to where they are with lazy founders. I mean, that's a, a pretty logical thing. So work ethic's huge, mate, when it comes to, um, you know, the impact you're going to make as an entrepreneur in this world. That's perfectly said, mate. Another point that I wanted to bring up, because there's three points to this fire up fuel, is being intentional. Now, when I, what I mean by intentional, you can just throw that out into the into the stratosphere there and say, oh, I'm intentional, but I don't mean that. I mean you have to be intentional about exactly how this journey goes for you, whether you win or lose, because you know what? You're going to lose and you're going to lose big and then you're going to win. But if you've always got that intention of I am going to get to that goal, whether it be a business milestone financially or personally, whatever it is, you have to be intentional. You just can't just float along just thinking, okay, well, I've lost today or this week, I've had a really bad quarter or whatever it may be. But if you're not intentional, it's going to disappear from your grasp. I'm telling you, you need to be clear on intention and how you go about it. The last point, and I think this is a really strong one, I'm going to talk about it in a different twist too, Michael, but you need to be great at it. Whatever you're doing, you need to be great at what you're doing. You can't just be good at what you're doing. You have to be awesome at what you're doing. And if you're not awesome at something, but you've got a great idea, hey, this is the twist. Always, there is always an option to team up with someone. Michael, you are great at things that I'm not great at. And I'm great at things that you don't think about. And that's what makes the team work, right? There's never an excuse to not have someone in your corner to help you with things that you're not great at. But you need, as a team or on your own, to be great at great at what you're doing. Yeah, look, you know, my, it's 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 really interesting because when you spoke about that, it took me back to the days where I was building up a a, a pretty significant tech startup. And when 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 you've got this baby that you've created, you want to control every aspect of it. You want to do that and this and and that with the developers. The faster you can understand that if you bring people in to help you, the faster along the journey you're going to go, like you've got to get that in your mind. You absolutely have to realize that you cannot do everything on your own because guess what? If you do everything on your own, it's going to be slower. You're going to miss things and you it's impossible to be great at everything. So pick, pick your targets. I'm great at X, Y, and Z, but I'm lacking here. Am I going to be stubborn and do it anyway and I know it's not not to the standard we need? Or am I going to go, I'll put my hand up, I don't have those skills, we need these people to come in? You've got to have that ability to think quick and pivot, be nimble and bring in the right people and building the right teams. It's so important. So important. Yeah, it's perfectly said, mate. And you know what? Bringing it back to an e-com flavor, um, there's a lot of things that we talk about, Michael, about data, and then there's a lot of things that we talk about being creative. And how many times do we see people, Michael, that are awesome with creative and just not great with data? And then we see people who are just got who are data wizards can break apart anything, but they just don't have the creative flair. So 
there's a little thing there for everybody there to just take away this weekend and think about it. Are you freakish with your work ethic? Are you intentional about it? And at whatever you're doing right now, are you great at it? Because you need to be great at it to win. So yeah, and, I think that sums it up pretty cool. Yeah, and and we always talk about the one percenters, Jamie. And when I think of being great, I think about every minute detail, every one percent part of your tech startup, your business, your music, whatever you're creating. If you have that in that that thought in your head that you know I want to be great at this. Every single aspect of it, you will cover, you will you will manage, and you'll the output will be brilliant. It'll be first class. So, um, mate, really special fire up fuel. I think this is one that um, you know we can all reflect on and have a think about. You know what we're gonna, I suppose, the way we're gonna operate moving forward, which is which is mission critical. So yeah, awesome, mate. And any no, other? That's fo- been an awesome show. Yeah, any other final words, mate, before we wrap it up? No, I'm good. I just uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. And, uh, yeah, Mick, just another another awesome show. I love doing these. And, mate, I must say, you know, 20, 21 minutes, it is the fastest 21 minutes I ever experienced. It's like we start and we finish. It's like super quick, but we love it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, look, that's episode six, done and dusted. Thank you so much for your time. We really value your time. And uh, we hope you have a good day, evening, night, wherever you are when you're listening to this. And we'll see you guys next week for Episode 7 of Dig to Win. And bye for now. You've been listening to Dig to Win. To connect with Michael and Jamie, follow them on Instagram at Jamie Palos and at Michael Fennick or join their award-winning Amazon Facebook group, Endgame Network.